Welcome, Welcome. <laughs> to the Infinite Creative Podcast. Today we got we got a juicy one. Uh, we're talking all about like um, the death of the internet, um, AI automation agencies, everything becomes bots. Then we're also talking about um, should you even continue playing in this field and a lot of what is the other topic, Sean? Um, yeah, and then um, we're just kind of updating on um, you know some things in our own creative lives um, and talking about kind of that plate emptying and how that's not always a bad thing. How sometimes um, you know having the plate empty, the clients kind of slowing down can actually be a gift. So it um, so you have to kind of take advantage of those moments. So yeah, yeah. so everybody listen up. It's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yeah, so I think let, let's jump right into it. So I saw yesterday a video about. Um, the death of the internet and I was like what why would be the internet dying everybody's on their phone everybody's doing everything and the week mm -hmm. before I was like kind of dabbling with a new thing and it's called AAA like triple A agencies it's basically mm -hmm. AI automation agencies it's basically a chatbot that you build once and then you can connect it to your Instagram to your website um, basically to everything where you interact with a customer and this ties into the death of the internet in a weird way because apparently 67% of the internet is bots and mm -hmm. that is kind of like frightening if you think about it and that's right now and those AAA agencies are coming out right now building bots and right now I had already two clients where I was chatting with them and mm -hmm. I was chatting with AI bots and I'm like what and now I don't even want to chat with them what's your thought on that yeah well it's obviously gross right when you think it's a human and then it's not it's this robotic um, thing um, you know it, it really makes it seem like you're not really ever going to get what you want out of the conversation right because nobody's ever going to program something into these bots that's going to give give the <laughs> customers what they want over the, the business yeah um, you know, so I hate that. You know, what's funny is, like, we can't really be surprised, though, if you think about it. You know, how many calls do you get a day that's a robot? How many things come in the mail that was a robot that, that sent that? So it doesn't really surprise me, right? All media already right now has as much robots touching it as we possibly can have it touch. Um, you know, what was the last handwritten note you got? You know, and if you got one, you probably only got one this year or two this year versus a million robotic postcards you got sent. Um, yeah. So it doesn't surprise me at all. What makes me really worried about it that I see everywhere, um, you see it from your airlines, you see it at the grocery store, you see it everywhere where everyone's moving service to robots, right? Because why do I want to have a staff that gets yelled at? Why do I want to have a staff that people are trying to take advantage of when I just should give a robot? There's only these two answers, and we're never going to allow them to not have anything other than these two answers. And then that robot can use this kind of conversational way of bringing you to the answer they want. And it's gross, right? Because once you find out it's a bot, you're like... There's no way that there's empathy happening here. You yeah. just have your outputs, and you're just trying to get to an output. Yeah, basically, it's becoming a very objectified. Um, we we basically train humans to objectify service givers in a way, if that makes sense, you know. So I think mm -hmm. like maybe human behavior will shift into like even a most more gross form of like let's just yell at the bot you know and maybe it's not the bot on the other end but you don't know but you don't care because it's just like whatever you know and you're just like there's no repercussions and you don't have to think about how the other person feels because there's a good chance it's not even a person yeah yeah well and what i get worried about is that we get so used to communicating with bots and this is probably already happening that we communicate with each other like we do bots right like so 
even the internet has made us have way less patience for each other even right like so so if like i had to give you an answer right and i was on this end trying to figure it out your patience i feel like would be much less than it would have been like 20 years ago where you would have been like yeah it's okay figure it out where now you're like no i want that answer now i, I can google it right now why would i even wait for sean to come up with the answer yeah, and everything is long-winded, just like a good old podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but in the end, I, I feel like that is a very interesting concept, and it is kind of like a firewall, if you think about it. Like, every business builds their own firewall that is like, okay, I don't want to interact with humans, but I want humans to buy from me. So, mm -hmm. just like I'm putting a bot in between, and the bot will reach out to other businesses and people, but... Don't you dare contact me. I just want to put you through the funnel and that's it. Now, what's really weird about this is is when technology, when we hand something over to technology and we say, I don't want to handle this anymore, I don't want to do this anymore, um, we kind of lose the ability to do it ourselves, right? So like with the washing machine breaks, it's not like you guys have like an old school metal board that you would actually go out to the creek and know how to wash <laughs> your clothes without it. You just don't know what to do. You go to a laundromat or something, but... You know, I think it's the same thing here where, like, yeah, if everything's bots, if we're all running our agencies and companies off of bots, then we kind of lose the ability to run our companies if we ever lose the bots, I feel like. If you've only used a bot your entire company, then let's say that bot goes away, how are you going to be able to run your company then? Yeah, it's also an interesting concept because, like, obviously you will get into two problems. First off, it's like... Do you take the stance of like, I'll do everything myself and cold outreach yourself. You text 20, 30 people and then you obviously have to interact unique with each person. And still, the mm -hmm. difference would be not that great. The only right. thing you have is the trust that you can say, no, I'm doing it 100% old school. You know, when you interact mm -hmm. with me, I'm human. But right. obviously, you, you miss out on the, the volume where other people are doing like, uh, yeah, you can't text with so many thousands of accounts at the same time where you can do one account, you know, or maybe two accounts, you know? Yeah, well, and I think that gets back to the, the old argument of quantity versus quality, right? Of, you know, maybe... So, yeah, if you're an agency, then, you know, ha running it all yourself, you can only have so many c customers, right? I think I've talked about having, like, the, the, the seat at, a, the, at the table, and there can only be six or seven seats, and that's really the truth. If you're running the business... There's no way you can service more than six or seven people at at the exact same time. There's just no way. Um, yeah. Where, but but those interactions are a lot more strong. I feel like where like if you're yeah if you're getting a million interactions but with a bot, then it's all very shallow. It's it's not like that bot is going to say a joke that that that's a little off key. It's not going to talk about something. And maybe it will. These maybe will get better and better. Where that I think that's where it gets scary, right? Is when the bot starts to act like us. Like, oh, hey, Fitz, hey, so how is your niece doing? You talked about a year ago, and hey, how's that that's... foot going? And and you know, and it gets better at that stuff. I think that gets creepy. Yeah. So that is, uh, we're already at that point. So I saw also on do, while doing my research, there's like a, a funny thing where it's like five people don't see each other and they have to distinguish who's the bot and they have to vote each other out. So on the last mm. turn the bot got voted out but there were seven people getting voted out so it's basically already at the point so you basically at everybody's getting asked a question everybody has to vote on that question was that a bot or was it a human so it's like it's already indistinguishable what is yeah. like scary and you know and the where you said volume versus quantity 
as a human being, we are not capable of providing quality customer service because we will have a bad day. We will interact with our customers in a bad way because we snap, we have emotions, you know. The bot is just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm always at my high, you know. I'm always, like, pretending to be, you know. And it's hard to distinguish because, like, you cannot read mannerisms and emotions through text. Well, yeah, and I think I think it really comes through in the in the empathy. That's when you'd be able to tell the bot from the human is, you know, I think we've had times where we've messed something up and, and a store owner has been like, you know what, man, I got you. Don't even worry about it. And yeah. that's something that I think a bot would never do. I don't think a bot would ever be like, oh, we're going to take a loss on this because I have empathy. That's not in the bot's world. So I feel like that would be the differentiator yeah. is a real person at least will hear you and be like, you know what, usually we wouldn't take this as a return, but the story you just told me is so compelling. We'll go Go ahead we'll take it back we'll try yeah. to make it right um it, it is an interesting thing but the other big problem that i wanted to mention is like the existence the existential thing you know because with ai there's so many problems arising and now you could be like okay i don't want to p- uh, participate in this game because like i don't want to interact with bots i don't want to be sold to by bots you know um if my social media account is to a certain percentage bots anyways you know i cannot even trust them you know and i cannot take pride in that because it's not real you know and that is a very unique problem what's your thought on that uh, oh. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to like, you know, when you when you work with somebody, you actually feel like you're helping them. When I hire Fitzay to do a video for me, I actually feel like I'm putting bread on your table. When Fitzay bought 5,000 is telling me something, I don't feel that good now that I'm giving Fitzay bought 5,000 money to do something. I don't, I don't actually feel like, because I don't know who's actually behind that. And I guess this just gets to my bigger my bigger point of we've we're losing trust like so fast and I think that's the hardest thing. I I even see stuff that people write and I'm like I don't think you wrote that. You don't like and it's been, and I'm not going to say who or point names but like I'm like you don't seem like you're intelligent enough to actually wrote that paragraph that you actually sent me. Like you're actually kind of <laughs> dumb and you just sent me like an Oxford level paragraph. What? Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of that going on. Um, a lot of visual stuff now that I'm seeing where there's these young people. Um, and I say young people. There's probably old people, too. But I, I've seen, I've caught a few young people that are really young. I'm talking 14, 15 that are putting out design work that, that is expert level uh, that I'm also suspicious of because I don't see the process. I don't see sketches and mess ups. I don't see any revisions or anything like that. I don't see any um, work that came before that was maybe worse. It's just out of nowhere, amazing work. I just started designing one day and it was just triple A work. And yeah. so I'm starting to lose that trust as I see stuff. It's, and that's the saddest part is I feel like, and with the bots becoming everything, you're going to just lose more trust. I feel like you're just not going to believe even the conversations you're having are real. And that's, that's sad. Yeah, that, it is really sad. Um, it, on that part, I was like, okay, do you even want to play the game? And I, I want to share some hope with the answers that I found. And obviously it's not all correct and all giving or whatever, but it's like playing a game, you know, and you know the game's ending. And on the way to the game ending, it becomes more and more difficult and sucks more and more and more. But you still want to play to have some fun while you're doing it, you know. You cannot just like, okay, I stop everything mm-hmm. and just end the game. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, true. we need to live. Yeah, it's true. It's like, so I think that's the hard thing that a lot of us as humans are just dealing with right now. We can't put the technology back in the box. We can't say, hey, everybody, let's stop. Let's not do this. It's it's going to happen now. 
Um, and it's just, it's just, it's, it's weird. I think what, what's happening to me is there's this, I don't know, I have this weird, like, why are we doing any of this anymore? I don't know. Sometimes they'll just come up, like, wh- what's the point? Like, we're just selling stuff to each other. Like, that seems to be the whole point of humanity now, is just to sell each other more crap anymore. And I think that's where bots really... I don't know why it's bots that have made me think of this. It's existed forever, but bots are just kind of... It's starting to make more obvious that, like, you know, that we're just going to hire robots to spin up more crap for us to sell, and then we're going to even have the bots sell the crap that other bots are selling, and it just gets this weird, like... What are we doing here? Like, what yeah. what are we actually doing? We're just playing with deck chairs right now. We're we're not we're not doing anything. Yeah, in the end, it is it is kind of sad, but I'm also like, I I was on a Facebook group and it kind of made click. So there's like real estate agents and stuff like that, and I'm in a bunch of groups, you know, just to make connections and see what is leading to paid gigs, not paid gigs, mm-hmm. yada yada yada. But in the mm-hmm. end, it's like there's communities, and if you're not part of the community in person, like a real meetup. They will not hire you, and they will not even hire you if you're better than that person and you provide a better deal because they're already established connections. So I feel like this type of connection, this this establishment, becomes way, way stronger. And the people who are like, oh, I just implemented a chatbot selling to like a bunch of real estate agents. It's not working as well as like, okay, we have a guy there that we know personally because you have that real connection. So this will be mm-hmm. even like more powerful than it as uh, ever has been yeah a hundred percent i like i like what you said there i mean it's it's kind of 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 making all of your clients feel like they're part of a boutique experience right that they that they have a guy that is like their man their management kind of service for this and i think i think you're right i think it, it comes down to to checking in with them something i need to even do better you know even like cold calling the clients you've already had and just checking in saying like hey how are you doing you know sending out christmas cards things like that like you know i think stuff like that is going to be super needed and i think you're right i think things like getting a following is a big deal um you know being good on your social media is good for that for for that reason um because yeah i think it's all about it comes down to safety and i think at least right now even bots aren't really safe right like i could have a bot design my logo and i could feel like i did it quickly and easily and it's a great looking logo i may think yeah but it maybe it's not and i've just trusted the bot to answer the problem and i if you're not an expert level i brand identity designer how do you know a bad logo from a good logo so yeah. i think that's the problem with with ai too is it assumes that you're you're a good judge of stuff that like ai spits something out and you're like yep good enough that seems like a, a legal document and it's like <laughs> it's the details yeah it's the details exactly and 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 can you talk about it right like if so if i have ai spit out a whole thing and then you're like you know interviewing me on your podcast i can't talk about it if i just had the ai do it how can i talk about my inspiration and things and i was like uh yeah i don't know i uh pressed the button and the book was written that's how it feels you know to write a book you know so yeah it's your experiences your experiences are more valuable than anything now yeah, I, I feel like also like that brings up a good point because like with those AAA agencies, it's like, okay, you interact with a bot, you can have a real conversation and they show empathy, like fake empathy, but you think they do, but it's just like, this is a response that you would, you know, um, accept or um, predict, you know, that's basically mm-hmm. what you get. And you get the prediction that you think a human would do and the bot will do. So that means like, oh, for example, your yeah, example with the, 
um, customer service like oh yeah we will do a return and they do the whole like what a manager would say because it's just predicting what some a real human would say and it's just predictions if it fits the narrative the problem is like if you're the real owner talk now to the real customer in person because for whatever reason you do not have a memory of that thing the bot has you don't so you basically distance yourself of like the real experience. Obviously, you could read up on the whole conversation, but who does that? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's part of it, too, is there is some AI interfacing with people, too, where like maybe there's on the back end, the AI is working, and then you're the one that's just talking. So the AI is telling you what to say, and you're telling the person, and then it is coming from you. But... um yeah, I, I I think you're right. Where it's like, um, who is going to do that? I think you have a good point there. Like, who who's going to want to do that work? And I guess that's what I'm getting to too. Of like, once things get easy, who wants to go back to the hard way? Like, nobody does. Like, so that's that's the thing. I guess that scares me. Is all these things get easier? Who's going to be the one that actually wants to go back and do the old thing then? Yeah. And um, you know, even I. Uh, so so I'll, I'll say like the thing that I'm the most guilty of of using AI now. Um, all the time. Um, is code is is code, and I'm not using it in a in a crutch way quite yet. Where I'm instead of me trying to solve the problem, I just go straight to AI. But it's I've definitely felt that weird. Like if I get stuck now, like even for a second, if I can't figure it out, I don't grind it out at all. Like I immediately go to AI, and then I'll grind it. Like there's always like this like okay before I get into it, put it in AI and. And that's okay. Like, I think when it gets to that level, that's okay. But I, I think it gets dangerous when, when you start to skip that first step of, like, I'm even going to try it. You're like, no, why would I even try it? I'll just put it straight into AI. And then yeah. I think that's when you start to lose your skills. It's like being domesticated, right? It's like being a, an outdoor cat versus an indoor cat. And when you do AI, you become that indoor cat, that big, fat indoor cat. Well, that goes into the next thing that I had in my head. It's like kind of weird, you know, back in the day, you are like... You had the knowledge, then you Googled the knowledge, and you had to do research, trial and error, and now you're not even thinking, you're just executing. You just become a tool that's just like, okay, somebody gives you like a problem, and your, op your option is like solve that problem as quickly as possible. You do not need mm -hmm. to understand what the problem is about. You're just to solve that one problem. And we're yeah. just like becoming really dumbed down because everybody can do everything because the 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 knowledge is out there and it's not like we have to learn it we just have to execute it and move on to the next thing what is like really moving away from like you identify as a problem solver for a niche you know you're just becoming like a little mm -hmm. processor in a way yeah well i think a lot of people are kind of like that where they're they're processors where they a lot of people are trying to do a lot you know i i know people that are learning um code and they keep being like well do i need to know design i feel like i should just know design too and i and i know designers that are like maybe i should know how to code and i know you know and so it's like funny how everyone does feel like they need to know stuff everyone's telling me about seo everybody's telling me about marketing everybody's telling me about so it's funny how we all try to wear all these hats right we yeah. all try to wear all of these hats and what is funny is that we'll never be able to wear all the hats as much as AI can. Um, yeah. So I think that's, so maybe it's just more of an example of like, we need to master a thing or two, maybe like it just gets back to like, stop being the SEO experts, stopping the email marketing experts, stop trying to do all these things that aren't your career. Those should be the AI. You yeah. need to be good at this one thing. And maybe that's, 
And I think there is something to that. How many time, how much hours have I spent becoming Google certified? How many hours have I spent doing all these things, you know, um, HubSpot certified, HubSpot university, all these other things for what, you know, I, I should get back to design. I mean, I, I keep having these conversations even with code and other developers of like, they're like really like complimentary. Like, you know, a lot, Sean of code, like you're actually really knowledgeable. Like you can set up a server, you can do all these things. And I'm like, yeah, but how much time have I not spent towards like the design of stuff? How much have I had to take away from that to go this far away from the original thing? So, so I feel like maybe the future is like focus on one to two things and then maybe everything else does become AI or someone else in your network. Right. And I think that's a big thing too, is we all have to get over cheap. You know, we have to, we all have to get over it. Even us with no money have to get over that where we need to pay for talent. We need to help the tribe. We need to get people in our loop. Because yeah. I know as we're as we're poor, you know, of course we're not going to feel like we can hire a staff. We're gonna, of course, we're gonna be like, I got to do an AI. I'm a poor dude. But then we buy a car for ourselves once we get money. Then we buy another house for ourselves when we get money. We just like find ways to spend this money, and then we'll never hire anyone. So it's like, yeah. I so I feel like that too. I'm trying to tell that to myself too. Of like hire people. I know that I know that fits could cost more than if I just got like an AI stock video. Sure, but like. I, 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 you need, there's going to be better work that comes from that. And it's a better vibe, a better feeling, better energy. When you're helping someone, you're giving Fitz money for the video, not AI. Yeah. I feel like with this, this is like a lot of negativity and whatever, but in the end, it's just like the human interaction just became more valuable. You know, back in the day, it was really good. Now the internet is basically collapsing on itself because of all the bots and all that stuff. And in the meantime, we have to make as much money as we can with it before it's like becoming like everything is a bot, everything is already being sold. But we gotta keep playing the game till it collapses. And then in the meantime, we have to build those connections, you know, them real connections where it's like, okay, after everything is said and done, it's like I know like 20, 30, 50, 100 people where I'm like, I know I can go there and they will help me and I will help them. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the important part. If you've helped someone in the past, they're definitely more likely to help you in the future. So if you don't, if you go around not helping anybody, then when the time comes for you to be helped, you may get nothing. You may get no yeah. help. Um, so yeah, no, I think uh, I think it's great. You know. Um, so yeah, so I, and I forgot what was your second topic you wanted to talk about today. Um, what we did wrong, <laughs> basically giving free work away. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, yeah, go and explain to our audience. what What's your last two months? Been oh, like? man. I, I I was doing the thing, you know, where you're sometimes, you know, you're... I had a really busy month scheduled. A lot, a lot of things went the other way, basically, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, it's not as good of a month as a father would be. And there's certain mm-hmm. projects that I take on because, like, they could be beneficial for me, you know. I tried mm-hmm. to create a win-win deal where it's like, okay free workout for free exercise uh, no like free reels for like personal training for example mm-hmm. i did a deal like that and then i did like oh let's let's add on a brand deal with another company let's add another brand deal on now we had free things and obviously that will clock your pipeline up and i'm just like oh now there's a model that uh, you know and we're just like combining mm-hmm. a lot of free work to a degree that shouldn't be there you know yeah. there's like you have only one, maybe two spots, but not three, four, five, six spots, you know. Even though you, you receive something, you know, but if it's not money, it can be really devastating. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like, you know, like I talked about those six or seven chairs around the table, and it sounds like you gave every single one of those chairs away for free. Just bring bring a gift. It's a potluck tonight. Bring one <laughs> yeah. gift, and that's all you have to do. And yeah, we had very a good dangerous. potluck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least potluck. you got like free workouts and all these things. I think you're like, going to get free dental work or something. I don't know. You're doing all these <sighs> freebie things. And I mean, they yeah. have value. You know, it's not like that they're worthless, but. <sighs> the rent. <laughs> the rent. Yeah, I know. It's it's true, though. It's like, you know, you have this baseline that you have to hit every month, right? And that's where I have to get to. It's like, there's this bare minimum amount of money you got to pull in, bro. And if you ain't pulling in, then, then we only got one or two months of that and we're out. The game's over. Like, yeah. you know, it's like the hearts in Zelda, right? Like, you know, so if every month we don't get that money, boop, one heart's gone. Boop, <laughs> one heart's gone. Oh, God. <laughs> Better get them filled back up. Like, or... <laughs> Do, 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 you know, and, you know, so I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to do in a way, like, I get why you do it, right? Because, because in a good, in a good trade, you both feel like you got a good deal. Um, You both have created this cool connection that, that almost supersedes client and almost like play, it kind of plays with the friend client thing a little bit. I feel like when you do that too. Um, And so you're making friends, you're, you're, yeah, you're getting these good vibes, but yeah, you're right. You you have to get money. Uh, uh, like I, I actually have a hard rule. So I actually had this meeting this last week, and it was with um, it was with this nonprofit. I, I'll maybe tell you more if they kind of say yes and we go forward in the process. But they were kind of this nonprofit that runs this big race, um, yeah. and it, which is funny because if you look at the tickets, you know they're they're making money off this race. Um, but you know Obviously. they came in there. They were like, we've been getting this free every year. So can you you know what, what can you do for us? And I was just like. <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't do free anymore. And and they they were kind of taken aback for a second, but I was like, no, I have a hard rule. No free work anymore. And it's nothing against anyone. There's no personal thing, but you don't want free from me. Like you don't, if, because I've told him if, if it's free, you're at the bottom of the pile. And that means yeah. it may be a few days till I even answer an email from you. And do you want that? And probably not like, so, so nope, no free work. We, we, we have to charge. I'll give you a good discount. I'll give you good prices, but yeah. Like, I think for, for me, I used to give a lot of free work and stuff because, and I started to realize it took me a while, it took me a couple of years of being in the game doing this, where I started to realize you're doing this because you, you want people to appreciate you. You have this weird desire to have people love you and like you and appreciate you. And you have this hero complex. You want to be the hero. And that's what's, that's, what's doing this, Sean. And you got to shut that shit down. Like, you know, <laughs> don't be you, a good person. <laughs> you want to go be a good person, go work at the soup kitchen once a week. Don't give away all your work for free. Yeah. Right. So it's not like I, if I owned an art gallery, I just want to be a good guy. So come on in, grab a piece off the wall and get right out. Cause I'm trying to be a good person today. It's like, no, it's, we gotta, so I've had to detach that, you know, you being a good person and giving people free stuff is two separate things. You can be a good person and charge them out the nose. That's the best thing is have them pay you yeah. a ton of money, but you're still a good person. Yeah. So but that is also like another thing. Like if you try to help other people and you're not helping yourself, in the end, you will be unable to help people because if you don't have money, yeah. you don't have power or anything, um, mm-hmm. you cannot help anybody. You know, there's a lot of good people who are out there trying to help other people. But if yeah. you are not a little bit narcissistic in a way, it's like it is the worst. You know, like the the most depressed people are the ones that are helping other people the most, and then they cannot help themselves. What is like an oxymoron? You know, it's like what was the guy Robbie Williams? He was like one of the nicest guys and whatever, and you would never assume that always giving and then yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's well, it's true. Well, because there's this, there's a lot to unpack in this. Uh, so so. 
So in terms of the giving, th- there's a point where like you're giving and it's still benefiting you, right? Yeah. There's still a point where you're like, I'm willing to give this because I see the benefit and how it's helping me. And then there's a point where you you give them something and then you realize, oh crap, I should not have said I was going to give them this. And now you're actually starting to get the opposite. You're actually getting angry at them. You're starting to be like, I can't believe they want another revision. Don't they get that I'm doing this for free? I can't believe that they disagreed with my idea. Can't they? Be- can't- I'm doing it for free and now they're arguing with me that they want this. And so before you know it, you start to build animosity. It actually starts to generate some negativity somehow. Yeah. Um, when really I think it's about... How can I be nice? How can I give them something without giving them everything? But we're like, how can I give you something without feeling like I gave you too much? Like, it'd be like you being like, hey, hey, man, I, I need some money. And me being like, okay, man, here's a couple hundred bucks versus here, man, here's my card. Go ahead and just empty it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> business oh, yeah. is like a fun excursion where you learn a lot of little lessons, I, I feel like. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't get a degree in it, so we didn't, you know, that's the thing I always have to remind myself. You didn't do a four-year business degree, so yeah, you don't know anything, Sean. This is like a guy that didn't do a four-year design degree. I'm going to be like, yeah, you don't, you don't know? You don't get it? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny. Like, um, one of my clients, though, so there's always an upside, you know, when you interact with people and you learn from people and you're, you're making a deal. You always you get something in return and you never know what it is especially on a weird deal where it's like no money is involved you know it becomes like okay you're like a beta mm-hmm. client for example i want to learn from you and i want to get whatever i ask i want an answer kind of in a way you know that's what i mm-hmm. what i kind of did you know because i wanted to get into a different market and it was kind of mm-hmm. eye-opening how the other side is like being um and what they do and it's like hmm. oh so you're using ai oh so you're doing this so this is how you value things you know and mm-hmm. this is how you learn and apparently a business coach to go back to what you said is like is apparently very good to have it's obviously expensive but they will basically shorten your like your progress line and i'm like oh i wish i had done that when i had money <laughs> you know just hire a business yeah. coach and i would have been 10 times better you know yeah yeah i mean obviously you you if you follow their advice you would be um you know i but but and who knows i i, I also think there's probably business coaches that probably do bad out there they'll give you bad advice just like anyone else would but but you're right i think having that uh that objective opinion is a big deal right i know that we do that a lot for each other right so so for you and me like when I when I'm like you know too much in my head, that's when you're like you need to stop being in your head and you just need to do it. This is how you yeah. get to success. And then for you, it's me being like you're you're creating stress for yourself right now and you don't even realize it. And you're like no no no, it's gonna be fine. And I'm the one that's like no no no. In two I weeks, I remember you're that conversation <laughs> sitting <laughs> on the kitchen table talking about like oh yeah, make sure you you pay your rent and stuff. And I'm like oh yeah, I'm fine. And then everything got canceled. And I'm just like ah, <laughs> two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but it's good, and so like a business coach is good like that too, because then it would be this other objective opinion that's like, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z, and then when you're like, no, I don't think that, they'd be like, yeah, but have you built a successful business? And then you're like, okay, good point, and then they, <laughs> then you do their advice. <laughs> so, but yeah, oh. but there is there's something to that though. You know, I I don't lose sight of the giving stuff away for free a hundred percent. Like so, like that's why like even in my answers, I'm not saying don't ever do that. Like. It's not bad to do, and it's not bad to give discounts. It's not bad, like even when I send people an estimate. So, like I just told you, I sent this this uh, this race an estimate. You know, 
And they, you could tell that it was like, you know, he wasn't against the price, but you could tell he wasn't like overjoyed. You know, you know that when you send a client a price, they're like, okay, cool. And you're like, dang it, I should have charged more. I didn't get that email. I didn't get that. Like, yeah, yeah. we're good over here. I got the, ooh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put this internally. I'll have to get back to you on this. And what was funny is even in that, I was like, cool. And, you know, feel free to tell me if it, if the price isn't good. We can still talk it over. So I always kind of try to leave the door at least a little open. I always am like, if you don't like the price, we can still talk it through. Because then that's when I can kind of start to play some things, right? I'm like, okay, well, you have a race, right? Okay, well, if you put my logo somewhere, what what would that, what would, what's that worth? Okay, and am I, am I going to shave off a little money for that? And, well, and, you know, and... <laughs> And okay, I'll be honest with you. I'm just trying to get more clients in this outdoor space. Can you hook me up with people in the outdoor space? Can you like, you know, so yeah. so it becomes this thing where it's like, okay, fine. I'll trade those things, but like I it's a very it will never be all or nothing, right? It wouldn't be like he could be like, yeah, I'll give you a really great connection. I'm like, cool, now it's free. I'm like, okay, that shaved about $200, $300 off. Give me another connection, maybe I'll shave another. So it's like you almost have to be more um, competitive in that world, too, of like, okay, you're giving something free. Well, it's like Pawn Stars a little bit, where you got to, like, way undershoot and be like, you know, I was thinking more like five bucks. That's where I'm at, you know. <laughs> Is it on a monthly subscription to the Sean where I'm just, like, paying five bucks for a website? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just need a thousand of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Easy. Jeez. <laughs> I'll just get bots to do it, apparently. Yeah, no. I mean, like, um, with that being said, like, what are your moves for the next um, foreseeable future? You got a, strat a strategy lined up to growth, get more clients? You know, I'm in a very odd spot. I think it's very interesting, and I think it's it's something I definitely don't mind sharing with the public because it's... It's 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 one of those weird things because you always we always talk about like when you want to get clients and when you don't have enough clients and I'm in this weird spot where the last couple months on this podcast I've been talking about how I want to clear the plate I'm trying to clear the plate I just want to clear the plate well now the plate's kind of cleared um, and it's both terrifying and amazing at the same time thankfully I have a couple months of cushion saved up I say that hesitantly um, maybe more a month and a half cushion but you know. It, so it's not too terrifying, but it's it's been really interesting to be like, you know, wake up every morning, check the email, and the email's kind of empty. Like, the clients aren't really reaching out. July is actually a slow month. A lot of people don't really realize this in business, but July is when everyone takes their, their vacations. So things actually slow down a lot in June and July. Yeah. Um, and then they start to pick up again back in August usually. So July is usually just a slow month for everybody. Especially for weddings, too, like for the videography business side. That's basically where it's like, oh, people are complaining about the economy by itself, what is like a big problem as well. Um, but I feel like I, I kind of need to go harder now, like talking about like future plans, for example. I was mm -hmm. doing reels for a client. I was like learning, doing courses and stuff like that. And they are like making and uh, analyzing like their own profiles you know like the one guy who manages a ton of people basically is like oh yeah this is what i do for my clients and then people are asking him questions and then he checked out a profile i'm like oh this guy posted like 30 videos you know and he analyzed it and i'm like oh he did 30 videos of that style and i only did two and i'm like i was doing shit for other people while doing mm -hmm. the, the free work and getting trades in you know basically like mm -hmm. we're trading stuff so yeah. They got the benefit, and if I'm selling the benefit, I should use the benefit for myself, you know, instead of like, you know, it's like you making a good banger website that makes mm -hmm. money, do it for yourself, you know, or at least like get get the ball rolling. So instead of just doing it for other people, same with the, the videos for myself, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I think there is something to that, the side gig, right? Because what's funny is when you go freelance, usually the freelance starts as a side gig and then becomes the full-time gig, and then we kind of forget that there needs to be, like, a new side gig. And so, you know, for me, I know my painting's kind of my side gig. I kind of view that in my head as my weird ticket out of this career because <laughs> uh, if AI does truly take over and nobody ever wants to pay for a web designer in 10 years, you know, and that all just starts to happen, then I have painting. I have the hand-painted stuff to go for 100%. But yeah, having the side gig stuff and turning that lens on yourself is super important, right? Um, but it's scary, and it sucks because it doesn't make any money. You don't pay yourself very well. So it's like that's that's something I run into with my own website is every time I think, you know what, maybe I need to redesign my website, I'm like, yeah, but you need paid work right now, and that's not really – and it's good enough. The website's good yeah. enough. Now, it could it be better? Hell yeah, it could be better. All my stuff could be a ton better. But it's social media too. I know that's the thing that you always kind of are jumping on me about because I'm, I'm definitely not consistent on it, it, it and that's just because – and, and, and when I say I don't have enough time, I know the, the, it's easy to make the argument of like, well, just go to your camera roll. How long does it really take to post something? It doesn't, but it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the interruptions, the cognitive interruptions to do it that yeah. I think become too, too much to do. Uh, but, but it's super important to turn that lens in on yourself. You've got to market yourself, too. And yeah. so, I, so I think it's good, though. It's good to do that. that. Even if your business is failing, I would say you still have to do it. It's funny because it's backwards thinking. You're like, oh, crap, I need clients. I can't work on myself. But that's probably when you need to work your, on yourself the most. Yeah, there there's several parts to a business like sales marketing. That is what I view as like making your own videos. That is like it's a key component nowadays, you know, and that's just mm -hmm. one part of a business. Sales and marketing, then there's actually doing the work and then there's the research and development, like learning new skills, you know, there's so many buckets, but sometimes we just spend all the time in doing work. And that is not you know, that's not how you run a business. There needs to be some time in sales and marketing and there are certain things you can do, you know, and mm -hmm. also you have to spend some time in research and development. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the research development part is really key, too, of um, a lot of us, once we get really far in this career, we have a hard time coming up with time to learn new tools and get even better at stuff. So, um, yeah, it's 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 tough to really to, to schedule all these things, especially yet again. You know, it sounds like you are in this place where you don't have a lot of money right now to play with. It's not like you have oh, months and months of cushions. Small, yeah. small monies. <laughs> so it's like so it's so it's hard it's hard to have that that kind of so it's, it's almost like you know you almost have to think of it as like a problem solver right it's like you almost have to like take yourself out of it and be like okay so i'm let's pretend that i'm the client that i just got and i'm telling myself all of this stuff i don't have enough clients right now i don't have enough money i i barely have enough money to pay you to do this one thing um you know, then be very tactical. What's what's five hours going to do for you? How do we use that five hours on yourself this this week the best? You know, is it making yeah. videos for yourself? Or is it the website? Is it going through all of your text content? Is it just flooding the world with applications and cold calls? Um, you know, <laughs> bots. <laughs> going bots. back to that. Yeah, what is like the scary part? But uh, yeah. But, you know, it, it, so so it's a, it's a lot of those things, you know. So for for you, I know it's it's just kind of it's scary because you you've got to this place where you've you've been doing a lot of work. I think that's where I get the most frustrated too. Is when I've been busy as hell, working ten, twelve, fourteen hour days, but then the money isn't matching up. I, that's when that's when I get real mad almost at myself. Where I'm like, no, if you're gonna work forty to fifty to sixty hours a week, you're pulling in a paycheck. Like, this yeah. is ridiculous. If you're working that much and you're not pulling in a paycheck, this is ridiculous and you're actually abusing yourself. I actually get to a point where I'm like, you need to, to realize, Sean, that you're abusing yourself. This is abuse. 
Yeah. And and so yeah, so so to where I'm at now, where I've like kind of I've emptied the plate, right? Like, and I kind of you know part of me is like I really need to fill that plate, but another part of me is like. But look at all the crap that you haven't been able to get it done around that. Like, look at the office that is just literally in shambles. You're, you're also talking about how you're going to go to Florida and move to Florida and how much planning have we actually done for that part and, and things like that. And how, where, where's the painting business? And what are there's so much stuff that I just haven't gotten done on that side that's like, so it's like, I'm starting to just take those things. And then also, you know, my girlfriend's going to be coming here um, tomorrow and we're going to be disappearing all next week into the mountains. And so, and that's a big thing too that I'm starting to do is being like, put the put the computer down. And you know what? If I come back Somebody's to it after a week, by a bear, <laughs> they can't get me student. Lo- they can't get me for student loans in a bear stomach. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but you know, it, for me, it's like putting it down and stepping away is such a big deal. Now, yet again, I know people listening, and I've been in p- parts of my life where I haven't even been able to take a week off, or it's all going to fall apart. But even if that's the case, if you couldn't take one week off and close the computer and not have your whole business fall apart, then something needs to change right now. Then there's a problem already, even if you don't see it. If you don't think you can step away for one week and pick it up and it wouldn't all be in shambles, then there's a problem and you need to fix it. Yeah. Um, it may be too much work. It may be not enough organization. Um, it may not be good enough handling of your financial um, situation, but you have to be able to walk away and feel safe doing that. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to now just get to that point. You know, I've kind of talked um, to my girlfriend even about this of like, you've come into my life at a really great time. Past girlfriends have always had to fight me on the whole, I don't have enough time. Oh, I can't do that this week. I got to get more work done. Babe, I, I, I got more stuff to do. I got to do stuff. I have to do this other stuff. I don't have enough time to do this or that. And just, you know, with last year, at the beginning of this podcast, really, um, I was really going through a hard time where it really made it obvious to me that, like, you need to be able to give it away. You need to be able to give this whole career away. And that like there's and there still needs to be you after that career is given away. You know, you should be able to, to take away all of this career and there should still be a fits after that. After I take away all of that stuff, you still need to be there. Yeah. I mean, it is a very interesting concept. Like wh- how much, especially if you are a one man show or small business, like how much of your business is you you know like and that's what i feel like mm-hmm. it's like one of the big things you know when you hear like a restaurant owner shutting down you know that's the world you know they are shutting yeah. down a business and some people they cannot deal with that you know and they have nothing outside of work and then mm-hmm. there's people so it's like the grass is always green on the other side people who are not having a business they're like i want more money you know how dare they mm-hmm. you know and they just want to enjoy themselves and then you know but then they're complaining about not having money and then if you're on the business side you're not having a life and you're complaining about too much work and you know it's just like getting weird when you're like not having money and you're working too much you know so that's like you kind of need to be in the sweet spot yeah the sweet spot exactly i was about to say that is that like you know what's what's interesting is that you know people when they start their own business they do it because they want freedom and sometimes they want to have more (laughs) freedom to live their life but then what's funny is then we create even more of a prison situation than we came from so that's what's funny is like i always make the joke like i'm the worst boss that i've ever had like i'm such an asshole i write the checks late some months i i'm I'm sometimes really mean about the workload (laughs) over time (laughs) over time you don't get to hang out friday nights you get to work all night you know so 
So I've had to like talk to that to myself too. It's like, would you even treat an employee this bad? Like, not really. Like, you need to you need to be a little nicer to Sean. Like, you need to give him the night off. You know? Yeah. So I I love doing like that example with like Factorio and building systems and whatever. But in the end, it's like if you build a business you have a ton of tiny systems you know that you built you came up with it and you you set the rules for that system and you get used to them and they become habits and after they Mm -hmm. become habits and rules that you set and they are not running smooth they need more attention more work than a really perfect dial down system and you know Mm -hmm. your goal should be like building the perfect system so it doesn't require work you just make money what what is like the ideal thing Mm -hmm. but it's like you need to learn how to build systems and you know processes and if you don't do that correctly it's just more work than it's like giving and it's like sometimes you need to step back take a breather and just like yeah i wouldn't work for that system you know that i built though you know so it's like next time i make sure the hours are right the 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 billing is right and i don't do everything by hand and yada 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And half of that that um, I, I feel like I've gotten better at, but I still I still have some work to do, is also reviewing. I, we get so excited when we end a project. It's so funny. When we're finally like, oh, God, fine. Here's the final thing. I'm finally done. We're so, we're, we're so quick to just run away from the project that... But we really should pause and be like, have that list of like, what could go better and and like look at the hours like look at the time clock look how much you estimated and then get that like okay this is how much i got paid per hour on this project was that good was it five dollars an hour or was it fifty dollars an hour you know and i think that's something i'm trying to get better at too is 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 looking at every interaction and then at, at least at the end even if i'm not writing it down at least being in my head did i was that good overall or bad overall because sometimes even if it was a good design that came out there was a lot of time and money wasted for that and 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 that can get really really frustrating yeah so so that is like one of the things where it's just like obviously small businesses freelancers yeah you got to learn a lot and after you basically master it you can make a lot of money but there's a transition time and we need to take some time steps back and just analyze what works what doesn't yeah i like that analysis analysis yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, to kind of wrap up this episode, you know, I think with with bots, you know, I think it's something that we're going to be dealing with going forward. So it's like, you know, just be a better human than a bot can be, I guess would be my only advice. Try to have that empathy. Try to make those real connections. Yeah. Um, get, get Become a boutique if you need to, where you're a very special thing because people do want special catered experiences. So be that for the people then, you know, let, yeah. let the people have the bot Walmart experience, but you're not Walmart. You're you're that you're that really nice you know suit tailored like we're gonna get that that measuring tape out and we're gonna give you a nice glass of champagne while we suit you you know be that give that you know figure out how can you give a catered experience versus a chat bot yeah and just like reach out and build those real connections that's basically what i'm like okay don't worry just keep on doing <laughs> we got yeah. this thumbs up right right and then for yeah yeah and they kind of put a ribbon on that part of like you know build the connections but don't feel like you have to give everything away for free people don't want free they don't even if they say they do they don't yeah. do cheap if anything that's what i would tell people if, if people really want to be like well we'll give you all this free stuff be like you know what how about you give me free stuff and then i'll give you a big discount like and if they're like no 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 they'll be like this just won't work um yeah. we can't be people pleasers if you if you try to be a people pleaser in this industry you're screwed so you have to be okay with letting people down you have to be okay with saying no i won't go to prom with you you have to yeah. be okay with it I, I think that was a good episode and i'm like i'm 
kind of jealous on your one week vacation in the mountains um, <laughs> do you have any personal um, game plans that you want to share besides like going into the mountains there what, what do you um, do there well yeah in the mountains it's going to be fun you know I um It's it's gonna be great. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go fishing. I got this um this Ooh, little okay. telescopic fishing pole. Um we're, so we're gonna do some backpacking, some fishing, go see some waterfalls. Um there's like a we're going to a part of Colorado I've never been, which is really cool. So yeah. can go see waterfalls, things like that, go backpack camping, um just get in the forest. I love that. I it's funny, like I, I really do love not having a computer sometimes, no web design, just being out in the woods, just hanging in a hammock. I mean that is just that's that's the world to me. Yeah. Um but yeah, in terms of like today, like one of my You know, so I'm cleaning up a lot today. I'm trying to get my finances together. I've really gotten behind on my finances too with bills and stuff like that. Um, but just a lot of cleaning stuff up and just planning the future. I may be down in Florida this fall in a much yeah. larger way for like months and months and months and start to really do that move down there. So I'm trying to figure that out as well of like, what does that look like? Um, I got to talk to my accountant and be like, you know, how do you, you know, because there is a lot of complications of when you have a business in two states at the same time. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that, so just uh yeah. That, How you man? Well, doing? life is life is great and interesting, so I'm basically doing what what we have to do. Um my plate cleared, so I'm like excited to reach out to a bunch of people. Um mm. obviously with the the triple A bot agencies, I was like thinking it's somewhat easy to implement and it's somewhat easy to sell, so I was like I could get into that. Then it's obviously mm -hmm. like representing it the correct way so that you can make an easy sell. But then I'm also like, do I want to be part of the problem? And then I'm like, if I'm not part of the problem, I'm not benefiting from it and I'm just suffering. What kind of sucks, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. we, we at least should make sure that we eat, you know? And if there's a new trend, we should jump on it and we should not have like um, the, oh, I shouldn't do this because it's not me. It's not, you know, but if, if we could try and do it, Mm -hmm. Just do it and move on to the next ship because we're all riding waves, you know, and we don't mm -hmm. want to crush when it's like too late. Yeah, yeah. Well, 100%. And, and well, yeah, and I would say, you know, just take what you can from it. All these things, even if you don't fully give into it, there's probably something you could take from the, the bot world, yeah, right? Or and, and apply it to yours. Yeah. Because, like, who knows? Maybe the next thing after the, the AI future is like, oh, we are more human now and we're just doing more connected things what will be hopefully the case of like you mm -hmm. know and that's what i'm hoping so but you yeah. gotta be ready for that phase too so you gotta ride those waves right now so you can jump onto the next one because if you're yeah. like crashed beforehand it kind of sucks <laughs> yeah yeah well exactly yeah i think it's about getting this computer to work along with the other computers so i think that that's part of it is combine combine your systems with the ai systems and then then you're in a good spot Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, it's been a great conversation. Thank you, everybody. Rate, like, and subscribe on this podcast. We love seeing you guys. We have almost 200 subscribers now between the platforms, so that's a big thing for us. So, yeah, please keep subscribing. Thousands we, of we views, love it. those. Thousands. Yeah, yeah. Tens of thousands, really, between the two platforms. So, yeah, so thank you, everybody. We love all that you guys are doing. We'll keep making them. So keep being creative. Yeah. Yep. Bye.